It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Oh, like, because when I shot, I expected to make it. So, like, I don't shoot kind of this. You are locked on Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 823 of Locked On Raptors for Wednesday, November the 11th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter as always, at WoodleySean. You can find the show on Twitter as well, at Locked On Raptors. And you can also subscribe to Rate and Review the podcast wherever you get your podcast. It's very much appreciated when you leave those ratings and reviews. So thank you in advance for doing that. Also, starting today on the Locked on NBA podcast, it is the annual Locked on NBA mock draft. I lied yesterday when I said it was three parts. We got five parts for you running till the end of this week and then Monday, Tuesday, next week. I will be in the final installment on Tuesday with pick number 29, but the top picks are going today over on Locked on NBA, so make sure you go tune in. Some fun trades involved in the draft this year. It's always a really fun exercise. We've got the insights of Chad Ford, Jeremy Wu, Brad Rowland, a whole bunch bunch of excellent people as well over there breaking things down john hollinger i believe is on this episode and if he's not on that he's also unlocked an nba this week giving a whole bunch of insight on the draft as well so lots of great stuff for you to check out over on locked on nba go listen right now or after this podcast just listen to this first anyway on today's show it's part two as promised of my conversation with katie heindel from back in may where we went through all of the finalists in the toronto star naming competition for the inaugural toronto raptors the expansion toronto raptors i should say and it was really fun we kind of looked at a what if as to what might have happened had the team been called any of the other names like the tarantulas or the hogs or the beavers or whatever and we finish off that conversation here today with the back half of that list 
If you did not listen to this show in May, it's one of my favorites of all time. It's just a really, really fun episode. And if you have uh, if you have heard it before, listen to it again. You watch movies you like twice. Why not listen to a podcast you like twice? It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we'll be back again with typical news and stuff, looking ahead to the draft, which is now just a week away, thankfully, and the upcoming trade season. And that'll be all on tomorrow's podcast, and uh, that'll be a fun one. Tomorrow we have Brad Rowland from Locked On Hawks, Brendan Clean from Locked On Suns, and Gavin Shaw from Locked On Knicks, all jumping on for a segment to talk about how fearful Raptors fans should be of their team's poaching Fred VanVleet after we spoke with Lazarus Jackson on Monday about the Pistons and their Fred VanVleet pursuits. So that'll be fun. That'll be Thursday, so stay tuned for that but first let's get to the conversation now myself katie heindel part two of our dive into the team nicknames that were not chosen by the toronto raptors and what might have happened had they chosen them enjoy joining me to conclude our conversation about those names that did lose out and what would have happened had the raptors adopted those names instead is my uh basketball co-host and uh our favorite here it's katie heindel katie what's up i'm just really excited not to talk about hogs again <laughs> <laughs> uh me too glad we left that one in the past uh Mm -hmm. so in the interest of symmetry we talked about five names last time out uh there are only four names left on this list because raptors is of course one of the finalist 10 names but there was one name we mentioned last week that we kind of glossed over that was not part of the final vote but was pretty good and to me is one of the better ones that was uh, suggested uh, suggested uh, at the time uh Good, good, good stuff. My brain is working just fine. Um, it's the towers. So let's start with towers, Katie. Toronto Towers, obviously the implication that CN Tower, other tall buildings, things like that. It's a big metropolis. It makes some sense. Uh, I like the alliteration of it. What do you think of the name Towers as a sports team name? I like it if you know that it's specific to the CN Tower, but right. I do think it would be pretty lost uh, in translation, I like the alliteration. It sounds good, but I think like also when you think of like a lot of other major cities have like landmark style towers. Right. So I don't know. I know why we picked it, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm glad they didn't go with this option. Also, to me, like a building, like what is the mascot? It's just a CN Tower. It's the CN Tower. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's some potential humor in that, uh, <laughs> like an anthropomorphic building. But yeah. <laughs> I think I'm with you in that it's not very uh, like location specific. Just the name towers. I'm sure the logo would involve the CN Tower somehow. Uh, maybe in a way similar to like the Washington Wizards, where they have the Washington Monument in there somehow. But um, yeah, I, I think the name is a little bit nondescript. At the same time, I think there's a lot of potential for, like, big man nicknames. True. And also, you know, maybe not so much now. Maybe the name would have been out of vogue in the 2010s. But in the 90s and and, and aughts, the Toronto Towers, you could apply that to, like, two big men playing next to each other. That sounds pretty dope to me. Like, you would have had Antonio Davis and Charles Oakley known as the OG Toronto Towers. And then as time went on, it would be like Chris Bosh and Jermaine O'Neal, I guess, or Rasha Nesterovich probably, um, or maybe Andrea Bargnani. You'd have Bargnani and Bosch be the two Toronto Towers. And then, you know, you go into Amir Johnson and Jonas Valanciunas as the Towers, and then it kind of goes out of, out of vogue, although they did win the title playing Serge Ibaka and Marc Gasol, the ultimate version of the Toronto Towers. But, yeah, I, I think... Uh, 
the 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 value of the nickname aspects and the alliteration and stuff is kind of uh, outdone by the fact that it's not a very descriptive name. Uh, and I don't know, is towers intimidating? It kind of is in terms of like if you're using towers as like a verb, like it towers over something, but it doesn't really work as an object. If you're like an architect, you're like hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is my this is my <laughs> team. So maybe you'd like tap into a real specific market there. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I think like I also think um, I though I do think like I was thinking more about the logo potential and like a CN tower, an anthropomorphic CN tower, like dunking into the sky dome is pretty cool. <laughs> um, but it's not a re- it's not enough to like build the team around. Also, mm-hmm. like color colorway. You're looking at because this was also before the CN Tower was lit up by LED lights. So mm-hmm. you're kind of looking. You're looking at grays, probably blue, and then probably I think like just, a gray and blue. Yeah, and like maybe a red because there would be like a can I, I can, like a maple leaf somewhere. You know, right, right. So yeah, kind of flat. I, I could, yeah, I it would not certainly pop the way purple and red did at all. I think they might just like maybe go with the city colors, like like blue and white, to match the maple leaves, the Argos, and the Blue Jays, and that's boring to me. Um, so I'm glad that didn't go that way. But that does feel with maybe like some red for like Canadian in there, which nobody wants. Uh, I, yeah, I, I th- the more I talk about it, the less in a, less in I am. Although it is, I think of all the other contenders, the best one. Would you agree with that? Mm, I can't even remember them all off the top of my head, but well, yeah, actually, it's like unfortunately was the second strongest, I think. Yeah, uh, of course. Last week, uh, to refresh, if you've not listened to Friday's episode, we talked about the beavers, the bobcats, the dragons, the grizzlies, and of course the hogs. Uh, <laughs> and we have uh, a few more coming up on today's episode that we will not spoil in case you forgot them, because uh, surprise is nice. Um, in terms of the success of the team. I do think the Raptors or the Towers go on to some modicum of success. I think they probably have maybe a more sort of consistent run of making the playoffs during the aughts as they lean into the two big man setup and they really sort of pride themselves on always having good big men to resemble the Toronto Towers name. But I think they probably fizzle out at like a second round team at best, like just like a bunch of years in a row. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Again, I think like it's too much like it's not like a lot of passion involved (laughs) in like drawing talent to a team sort of with this name. It's like, it's, I think it'll always be, it's like solid, you know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't work against you. Yeah. It doesn't work against you. You're not going to end up in like the bottom, like five consistently, you know, you'll always be, I think like a top five sort of contender. You'll make Mm -hmm. the playoffs, but there'll always be a flashier sort of more like passionate team potentially. Mm -hmm. And I think the idea of, uh, like, thinking ahead to, like, the, the 2010s, LeBronto hits even harder if it's, like, the entire city of yes. Toronto and it's Skyline <laughs> that he's destroying uh, over and over again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that all checks out. We will get back to the nickname fun in just a second, but first I want to tell everybody about 
Built Bar, which by now you know, it's the best tasting protein bar in the world. It's awesome. I can't talk about Built Bar enough. They rule. And right now, they have six new flavors joining their original lineup of 12 flavors for you to enjoy. Caramel Brownie, Cookies and Cream, Cherry Barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and Apple Almond Crisp joining their original lineup, which includes the holy grail of Built, Built, Built Bar flavors that I've talked about before. You should get yourself a box of these bad boys. Toffee Almond, get on it right now. They're so, so good. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew as well, and they're great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and they're great for keto diets as well. In terms of some of the flavors, you've got the coconut almond, for example, with 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. And then you've got the cookies and cream, one of the new ones, just 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. On the whole, Built Bars are just far healthier for you, and they also taste a lot better than the Cliff Bars or whatever other protein bars are out there. Right now as well, you're going to get a free cooler with your purchase when you go to BuiltBar.com. While supplies last, of course, that's promo code LOCKEDON is going to get you that free cooler as well as 20% off of your next order. Once again, promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, Katie, the next name on the list is the Scorpions, the Toronto Scorpions, (laughs) which is a name that seems like it should be more popular because it's a pretty basic, scary animal. But I can't think of a single team that is called the Scorpions. It's very uh, like create a team in NHL 2004 ass name. Do you have thoughts on the Scorpions as uh, a potential stand-in for the Raptors? I mean, it's kind of tough, like a tough-sounding name. And I think, but I also think of the like extremely over-the-top, like kind of like leather, leather metal German rock band, the Scorpions, um, when I think of this name. So picturing that is very funny because for anyone who doesn't know them, they like love to perform in like leather gear, um, mm-hmm. not just jackets. So picturing that as being an aesthetic somehow, though I think this was probably a decade later than that would have really happened if this happened in like the 80s you know mm-hmm. um i think it could be pretty tough you're looking at like probably a monochromatic maybe a monochromatic color scheme mm-hmm. with a little bit of red um because you can't really go southwest because it doesn't make no. sense in toronto so you can't go like a southwest style it's like again not really of a place i think there are scorpions Maybe <laughs> in Ontario. <laughs> um, I don't think so. 
let's see. Maybe like small ones. Um, maybe like, let's see. I know my, my brother, who is a uh, herpetologist mm. and a, uh, a guy who collects bugs, he one time came home from like a rare animal show mm-hmm. and had a scorpion, like a very poisonous one. He came downstairs, looked at me and my, my fiance and said, uh, hey, uh, I bought this scorpion. Don't tell mom. It's very poisonous. And uh, as the person who slept in the bedroom next to him, I was not feeling it, but I was not going to snitch on him because I'm a good brother. Um, but that's the only scorpion I've seen in Ontario. Oh, you know what we do have? They're like, um, they're called pseudo scorpions. They're like. They are like a little crab mm-hmm. bug that's almost the size of a tick. They're not, they don't suck your blood, but they have these weird little, um, like scorpion hands. So we have Pincers? that. Yeah, we have that. <laughs> scorpion hands. Scorpion hands. That's a good band name. <laughs> anyway, no, I don't know. Like, you would, what would you be playing in the arena? They'd be pumping in like, even though this doesn't make sense because it's a rattlesnake, I feel like there'd be like a rattling kind of sound. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I bet like, our, the mascot uh, you know, would be called like Stinger. Mm-hmm. You know the <laughs> sound when uh, like knives are being sharpened and it's like, ching, 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 ching. that's kind of yes. like pincer sounds. Yeah. I think that would be it. Yeah. Um, I, I think, uh, yeah, like their hashtag would be like catch the sting or something like that, <laughs> which just sounds heinous. I also think the color scheme. We might be looking at some like Ed Hardy ass jerseys with scorpions. Like yeah. it's very broy to me, and we could be looking at like some like electric greens and Monster Energy being the uh, like the jersey sponsor. I, I don't care for that aesthetic at all. Um, the logo, I think there's some interesting things you could do because the scorpion, the way the S kind of swoops over, you could have like a stinger coming off of the top of the S, maybe in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, th- there's some things you can do artistically there, but no, nah, it doesn't do it for me at all. I don't want to be listening to uh, Rock You Like a Hurricane instead I of Money do. City Maniacs. As I the, 100% do. Instead but of Money just, City Maniacs? Yeah, I hate Money City Maniacs, dude. What? I think we've talked about this. I hate that that, that, that is a song that like not just the Raptors have leaned into, but like a lot of other sports teams have. Sorry to say, Katie, but that song whips ass. No, it's not good. <laughs> um, agree to disagree. Oh, fine. Um, Do the Toronto Scorpions have any sort of success in the NBA? Mm, No, I think, I mean, I think they do, but I think this is a team that a lot of guys will betray you and leave. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Much like a Scorpions stinger when you're not paying attention. I kind of think you're just asking for relocation to like New Mexico or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a name design for the next city it's going to be in. Like kind of the inverse of the Grizzlies. Which uh, bums me out. Yeah, I don't think this team gets off the ground. I think, like, Damon Stoudemire asked for a trade sooner. I think Vince Carter uh, dogs it sooner. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't do a formula. The mascot at all. could still hatch out of an egg. Definitely could do. <laughs> could it? Don't they? <laughs> I, okay, this is maybe the people who are smart. My brother is probably or is it a larvae? Like, what are you talking about? Is it a larvae? Uh, how are scorpions born? Scorpion egg. <laughs> it might be eggs. It might just be live young. No. Oh yeah. Unlike insects, which lay eggs, scorpions give live give live birth. They're like spiders. Interesting. Ugh, this Gross. looks horrifying. There's like disgusting. A, yeah, I look. Are too. you looking at the image well, of the little white? I'm not. I closed it. I'm out. On the back. 
I'm out. Well, now I think we know who the little ballas are, or like the oh, small, no. uh, the small little scorpions, or like these baby white scorpions who are doing. They ride in on the pincers. back of the other scorpion. Oh my mascot. god! Okay, maybe the scorpions is a good team name. <laughs> oh, and I do think there would be jokes about um, the Raptors and their playoff losses if they were to if they were the scorpions and they were to make the playoffs. I feel like they would flame out horribly and then people would say this team has no spine this team has no exoskeleton like what is wrong with this team that's yeah. how it would go yeah, yeah. uh Set let's carry on up for that one let's carry on to the next one uh the closest i guess in relation to the actual toronto raptors name the toronto t-rex boy <laughs> i hate this katie <laughs> it's very funny though because like i don't know you're like okay Obviously, dinosaurs don't play basketball, but picturing at least the first, um, like the old school raptor with its like uh, toe claws poking out of the sneaker and like it's holding the ball, but then like picturing a T-Rex with its tiny arms. So (laughs) you're setting yourself up for a failure. It's like not a bad name, but you're like the visually it doesn't work. And I think like you're really setting yourself up to get to get like extremely riffed on badly to be like, no wonder they couldn't close. No wonder that nobody on that team can dunk like no wonder like all of that. Like no wonder there's no wingspan because you've got these stubby, stubby little arms. I can imagine the uh, the T-Rex mascot is the same guy in a very similar outfit, but there are no arm slots. It's just two <laughs> small little like uh, nubbins that come out that are just part of the shirt, basically. And then the arms are just like in a straight jacket inside the costume. And that leads to lots of fun when, you know, he's going downstairs on a skateboard and things like that, but uh, probably ends horribly. And there is no dunking at all to be you can't dunk if you have T-Rex arms. It's just not physically possible. You're going to smack your head off of the rim when you try to do that um the color scheme do you think they probably just go similar purple and red Mm, i think they would some for some reason like green always seems to win out right with t-rexes even though i don't know that they actually were green (laughs) they were like brown um like most dinosaurs because the raptor also wasn't purple and red um (laughs) yeah i see what you're saying on the colors the green it does feel like a lot of like the dragons was also very green. I feel like beavers, you could work in some forest green as well. Um, I'm glad that it didn't work in green. I like green in a Jersey, but not in the team that I like. Cause I feel like that would get old. I kind of like it on a team that's coming into town. Um, so glad that didn't end up happening in terms of success for the team. Katie, you know, one version of the dinosaur team won the NBA title. Does another version of the, of the dinosaur team win an NBA title? Why couldn't they just... They could have called them, like, the terror lizards. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I wish they had now. Yeah, I wish they did, too. But, no, I think, like, this is another team where, you know, people could make the joke that the team became a bunch of geckos or, like, you know, it didn't didn't hold up to, like, pressure or scrutiny. Um, Mm -hmm. Because at least with the raptors, yes, it's a dinosaur, but it's not, like, supposed to be the most fearsome, like, you know, arguably, like, king of the dinosaurs that then mm-hmm. chokes. So, no, I, I, I don't know. I don't think this one is, like, even though yeah. it, even though it, it's very, I can't say, why, like, exactly why. I just, this is just my feeling. 
<laughs> my intense feeling, apparently. But like, even though it runs really parallel to the Raptors now, I just think it would be a completely different experience. They're very different, right? Like Raptors are pack hunters. They're quick. They move uh, like strategically. It makes sense for a basketball team. Whereas it's like the animal version of Jazz as a basketball team name. Whereas T Rex is like a solo <laughs> hunter that's cumbersome and slow, and you know maybe makes sense for like a tall tennis player if you were gonna like nickname a tennis player, but doesn't really make sense I don't think for a basketball team. They don't hunt in packs at least. That's not what we're told. So, um, yeah, I think it goes a little bit less successfully. I don't think they relocate or anything like that, but I do think it is much more fodder for, like, Barney jokes and stuff like that. Like, I think they're uh, they're yes. a horribly made fun of team by the time we get to 2020 being called the T-Rex. And they may even, if they go through a similar spell where they're bad, and I think this was a consideration just before the Raptors got good and they couldn't really change in the middle of, a, of an upward trajectory, like... They were pretty close there, I think, to just becoming the Toronto Huskies again. And I think mm-hmm. T-Rex might have actually been changed over to Huskies at some point because it is a weak-ass name. Yeah, it's just going to say, it's like, it's a cumbersome team to me. It's cumbersome because of, like, the name and the imagery. Um, and, like, I just can't see, like, really getting behind a team called this in the same way. Like, either psychically, mm-hmm. you know, um, or even just, like, what, like really wanting to associate myself <laughs> yeah it's also like t-rex is very uh like not pluralizing i'm not a huge fan so they're just one t-rex they're it's a very like isolation heavy style of team it sounds like and i i just yeah it doesn't work at all I, I, bad name glad they didn't go with that raptors are cooler no matter what moves you made last year TurboTax experts make them count did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. File with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Um, the next name on the list, we've already spoken about one arachnid here, Katie. The Toronto Tarantulas. <laughs> what do you think of the Toronto Tarantulas? <laughs> This obviously scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, and I didn't vote for it because it was too scary. Um, it, it, honestly, though, now in terms of like alliteration, it sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really make sense for a basketball team because you're like, oh, I'll kill this bug, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the jersey. No, the jerseys to me would be like what? Probably like black and orange. Definitely, I think, the is an orange for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like Halloween colors. Yeah, you're right. Halloween. It's a, it's a Halloween-ass team. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be fun around Halloween. Yeah, like really how good in the first month of be. the season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, yeah, that my spooky team's back. Uh, but then you're like, oh, it's May, and I'm stuck with this, like, 
Halloween team or like yeah. in the Christmas. But that might be fun, like in the Christmas Day game to have the one like outlier team that's like hell bent on Halloween. Mm-hmm. I suppose you could do <laughs> some sort of like tropical coloration because they are found in the Amazon. So you could go with like a forest green and then mix in some like bright accents like a like a like poison dart frog orange or uh, or like electric green or purple, something along those lines. But um, it does seem more likely they would opt for the spooky Halloween colors. I my biggest concern with tarantulas is the mascot because first of all, there's, I have a couple concerns. One, it seems like a scarier name than it actually is. Tarantulas, if you're not aware, are like very scary if you're a uh, a bird or a small insect, but their venom mm-hmm. is not all that dangerous to human beings, and so. I think you kind of, like, it's tough up front, but a little bit soft on the inside and ultimately not much of a threat. And I think that could, you know, seep into the energy of the team. Whereas, like, Raptors is like, oh, shit, this thing's going to eat my face off. Clever girl, all that stuff. It's, like, outwardly terrifying. Also, with a mascot, you get the idea of, like, I mean, I guess this could be fun maybe where it's, like, the the raptor, the, the, the guy who's in the raptor costume walking doing like a crab walk at all times and it's like a flat mascot they can kind of break ground being a, a like a, a close to ground eight-legged mascot does that make sense sure yeah <laughs> that's a really scary to picture though <laughs> it doesn't have any arms to like carry the the big flags or anything like that it's not dunking at all it's just kind of stalking around the stands looking for children <laughs> It would constantly be, like, getting stuck on things, too, right? Like, its legs mm-hmm. would just be getting, like, jammed up in, like, doorways or, like, caught on chairs or, like, ripping people's, like, hats from their heads, which would be kind of funny. I just got the image of, like, a net that hangs from the bottom of, like, the rafters that's just, like, just below the, the Jumbotron, maybe. And then the, one of the gags of the, of the mascot is that he goes out and, like, crawls on the net and, like, spins, like, a like a web mesh around like a victim or something like that. Like, Oh my God, every day it's the mascot of the other team that he's like wrapping up and sucking the juices out of. No, I'm good. (laughs) 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 Like poor, uh, poor Hooper just getting like ensnared in the web of the tarantula and, uh, it's getting real dark and graphic. Yeah. I'm sorry. I put that image into everybody's mind. Uh, (laughs) Are the Toronto tarantulas successful as a basketball enterprise? Yeah, I kept see them actually being successful. Um, mm-hmm. I could see, yeah, I could like ha- all Halloween jokes aside. Um, something about like, I don't know. It would be I think a team with like pretty decent chemistry. They work together, you know, combining all their many legs into one. <laughs> creature mm-hmm. <laughs> um they'd have a lot of reach i feel like they'd be they have a lot of traps obviously i'm just taking things i associate with <laughs> spiders and applying them to a basketball team uh, but out of like some of the other like clear failure options i feel like it's it, this one's not so bad honestly thinking back to the champion raptors of last season the way in which they play defense where they would trap a lot they did have a lot of length and were just kind of in your business all the time that is very tarantula energy. And so mm-hmm. I, I could see them sort of defining themselves as like the defensive team by which all other defenses are measured. And that would be cool. Their offense might struggle, I think, a little bit. But um, yeah, I, I, there's a little bit of potential there. 
do they win a title? I'm not so sure, but like they are certainly known. They're kind of I would imagine like the the inverse of the seven seconds or less Suns, where they're known for changing the game offensively. Maybe the Tarantulas are like the defining defensive team of a generation that changed the way the NBA operates for the next decade to come. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I, defense. Yeah. I know everyone's like defense wins championships. It does, but you also need mm-hmm. to play offense. So I think that yeah. this team would, um, yeah, be like a defensive nightmare. But I don't. I don't know. They would. They would be okay. But I don't know if they Scrapping would. Scrapping and clawing win. to win game seventy-one, sixty-nine, basically. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. Not bad. I think Tarantula is probably right behind. Uh, what was the one we said was okay? Towers, right behind Towers. As, Towers, uh, yeah. Out, reject names that were pretty all right. Uh, and then lastly, we come to maybe my least favorite because it has such college energy, and it's just a very weak sounding team name. The Toronto Terriers. <laughs> no, thank you. What say you, Katie Heindel, to the Toronto Terriers? This, to me, is almost like a, some like World War II style team. Like in in World War II, I mean, like like the name of a battalion. Yeah, or like a like a like a platoon of guys like get together. They're like, oh, we got some downtime. We're gonna play a game of pickup, or like, I mean, they wouldn't be playing basketball. They'd probably be playing. I don't even know. It's like a very, to me, it's like too reminiscent of like our recent, I don't know, being more involved in a monarchy. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I don't, I don't like it for those reasons. It's like very antiquated to me. Um, Like aside from just like the connotations of like a small yapping dog. uh, Mm -hmm. I guess like terriers are like pretty good at depending on what type of dog it is at being like, I don't know, hunting out like vermin and <laughs> like tracking and finding things but no this is too much of like i just think of like a, a jersey almost made entirely out of like doilies or like tea cozies like that's where my <laughs> head goes that's where my head goes with this a jersey that needs a like a haircut every like week or something like that yeah. Where, like, it has like growing te- just it's like kind chia. of embarrassing chia jerseys. yes yes <laughs> Yeah, that is horrifying to think of. Um, the yeah, like there, are, I guess there are some sort of like decent looking terrier dogs, but none of them are imposing. They're all pretty like nice looking dogs. Even like Welsh terriers, which are a little bit bigger, they just seem like very docile and friendly. And I, I just it doesn't seem to work for a basketball team to me. To me, Toronto Terriers. Have you ever been in a fantasy league with like an older person, and you're like with your younger friends? There's an older person who's in the league, and like all your younger friends have like fun pun names as their fantasy team names, and then someone older is just like, uh, I, I don't know, the Toronto Terriers. <laughs> and it's just, that's their fantasy yes. team name, and it makes it's just so lame. <laughs> that's what this feels like to me. Also, it's the name of like a dozen college basketball teams, which get that out of here, please. Is it really? That's surprising to me. It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, all right. How many uh, college basketball teams? teams named terriers here we go uh what college team is the terriers you've got wofford you've got uh wait that's the only one there's got to be more than that 
Come on. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, you keep talking. I'll find this. <laughs> are, and like, are these British teams? I feel like they might be. Yeah. Okay. So we got five actually. We've got Boston University. We got mm. Hiram University. We've got St. Francis University, Thomas University, and Wofford. All the Terriers. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Just, just like extremely white or something. It's like very bulldogs adjacent, which is again just so terrible. Also, there's apparently a team in Lindsborg, Kansas, called the Bethany College Terrible Swedes. <laughs> like I mean, I like Swedes that. Swedes, as in the people. <laughs> I like. I do like that. If you're gonna get out there, like go all the way out there. And Terriers is not. Yeah. Is not really exploring that. Hmm. Uh, are there any other names? I think we've established that the Terriers get uh, contracted within three years uh, because they're weak-minded and terrible. Uh, and Isaiah Thomas, I mean, he might stick with the team and run it further into the ground than he already did. So, um, like, the the first few years of the team are tumultuous as the Terriers. Do you have any other thoughts on it before we get into sort of other name talk? No. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. Screw it. Get it at the hell out of here. Um, were there any other names? Are there any other names that like you've heard in passing for teams that might work for the Raptors? Or is Raptors kind of perfect? Because I'm kind of there. I think it's pretty perfect, and I have no real like desire to change it up. But um, I don't know. I know some people have always had like the whole Barney thing, and they they find it's you know not perfect. But I, I think it's a wonderful team name. I think dinosaurs are cool, Jurassic Park or otherwise. Jurassic Park's a kick-ass movie. I don't, I don't like. Why would you have a problem with that? Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on Raptors as the name? And do you have any other options that could work? I always liked. I always did like Huskies, but I do. I do think it's like not pro or like polished enough. Like it's not specific enough, right? Like it is still a general yeah. name. Um, the name I, of my elementary school. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do like the the weird sweating, like out of shape husky panting on like the old, <laughs> like I really like that as like just an image. But it's also like I like that because it's funny, um, and it's like not a strong, it's not a strong look to you know, to like continue to win championships, right? I think the Raptors is good because mm-hmm. like obviously it is it was a extremely of a time, but. Mm-hmm. It also has lent, like, since that time, it's, like, aged surprisingly well. Um, it's it's pretty unique, like, in terms of, like, names. Obviously, it's, like, not Toronto-related, but I also think that's fine because sometimes that can clearly backfire, you know, when you, like, become too, like, geo geolocal in your naming of your sports mm-hmm. teams. Um, it's, like, kind of tough. It's kind of cool. It gave a lot of opportunities for, like, interesting merch and like the color scheme is like i think it's like pretty original and unique um Mm -hmm. and like it's it's shown that it can like survive ironically being a dinosaur it can survive like many new (laughs) iterations and kind of like thrive you know from like generation to Mm -hmm. generation so i think it's a good name like i can't i also can't think of another (laughs) another name so I think it's well, like Toronto smoke is the other one. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I guess it's like pretty amorphous, but I think maybe for like to your point, if there's like ever a WNBA team, that would be a great name. But mm-hmm. in terms of like Raptors, Raptors are it. Yeah, it's a it's a good ass name, uh, and I, I I'm very glad they opted with that because yes, 
the fact that we have 25 years of Raptors history probably colors our impressions of all of these names. And if it was 25 years of Scorpions yes. history or Hogs history, we might no. have a bit more of an affection <laughs> for the name. But <laughs> but I uh, yeah, I think Raptors was the right choice. I'm glad that people picked it. I'm glad Jurassic Park was popular. And uh, it's I have no desire to see it go anywhere. I do think they could maybe use a bit of a rebrand uh, on the logo, at least. It's kind of like the logo right now, when it first came out, just like the ball with the claw marks, it was subtle and understated and nice and kind of of the time five years ago when everything was understated and in circles. But I kind of think maybe we're due for a bit of a go back to the original logo. Maybe not the exact same thing, but more Raptor imagery seems like it could be in the cards pretty soon here. Do you agree? Yeah, I miss that little raptor that was like clinging to the ball, you know, like yeah, it's like one. kind of yeah. like coiled around it. I liked that guy. They have that guy in one of the corners on the alternate court, so maybe they yes like adopt that and bring it back. I, I'd be very down for that. I think it's uh, and I, you know, I, I would be okay with some purple back in the in the mix too, as like a full time color, not just an alternate jersey as well. But there's uh. Endless possibility. I'm not surprised that we spent about an hour total talking about this stuff because I could Me talk neither. about this for days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. That is the end of the re-air of the chat about the names that the Raptors did not end up choosing back in the early 90s through the Toronto Star voting competition. It was lovely having Katie on, lovely reliving that because uh, it was, again, one of the more fun episodes we've ever done. That does it for today. Thank you so much again for, for tuning in as always. Tomorrow, like I promised earlier on in the show, we've got Brendan Clean from Locked On Suns, Brad Rowan from Locked On Hawks, and Gavin Shaw from Locked On Knicks jumping on to talk about their teams and their potential Fred Van Vliet pursuits and how fearful Raptors fans should be of those three teams throwing a ton, a ton of money at Fred. Uh, I think every single day I grow a little bit more confident that Fred's going to be back, but it's worth talking to these wildcard teams that have some money to burn and could get crazy and throw a ton of money at Fred VanVleet. So that'll be tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, we will talk to you on Thursday with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.